Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Stitches Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Manderfeld. I'm here with Nick Budig. No Robert Stangler this week. Hope to have him back next week. But today we're going to go over some of the surprise starts to the season by teams. Last week we did some of our um, trust or bust players. Um, but we're going to go over a few teams today, namely the Twins and Yankees. We'll probably dabble in a little bit of the Reds because that's an interesting uh, start to the season. Uh. And uh, we'll see what we stumble upon. But Nick Budig, it's a one-on-one podcast, man. The, the two-man show. Uh, it is. Four years ago, we had four people, and I feel like we now have two a little too often. But what's up, man? It's I'm good. Just got just just got done with a little outside practice for lacrosse so uh i am ready to talk some baseball especially trying to forget um if you're a wild fan trying to forget last night and focus in on uh, what matters and that's the mlb season yep uh if if you're a minnesota fan in general we don't really know what it's like for teams to get past the first round it doesn't happen very often no Uh, not at all twins can't win wild can't win wolves blow every lead they have um it's tough out here man vikings don't even make the playoffs half the time no they're not it's uh it's yeah it's a rough rough links aren't winning the championship every year so no maybe minnesota fc can pull something out but Mm, they looked pretty good last year i don't know mls isn't my jive nope um yeah, it's it's tough, man. But at least the Twins are playing well, and that's a good segue into our uh, our first topic of the night. That is the Minnesota Twins. Uh, but mm. before I get into that, just want to remind you we're on all of the podcast platforms: Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your audio. We're on social media as such as Pod on Facebook and Twitter, and our email is the such as podcast at gmail.com. That's the such as podcast at gmail.com. Uh, what to say about these twins, except that they uh, they look completely different than they did at this time last year. At this time last mm-hmm. year, they were, I think, like five games or six games under 500 at that point. Uh, the White Sox looked pretty good, um, and it looked like the season was uh, starting to get off the rails a little bit, if not already at that point, um, especially with all the hype that came to that season after 2020 and 2019. Uh, but this year, it's completely different. They're 14-9. and nine. Uh, as we talk on Tuesday night, they're tied with the Orioles 2-2, so that could change. They've won 10 of their last 11, and uh, the pitching has looked fantastic. The offense has come alive, which I think we talked about a couple weeks ago when Robert was on, that he didn't mm-hmm. believe in this offense, and I said we said it's only kind of a matter of time. They're, they're here, and so the only concern for me right now is the bullpen, um, but we can get into that. Nick, what's so far, what have you liked about the Twins? They are looking like the AL Central um you know the the best of the crop in that division. I I mean they do. I mean it's a little help from uh, from outside uh, outside variables. But uh, like you said, pitching has been a surprise. Obviously Joe Ryan's been electric. Um, Sonny Gray is on the IL, which we probably had to, if you would have told us, probably would have meant that they're bottom of the division again. But Dylan Bundy, outside of one start, even in that start, he he showed to be a solid pitcher, fixed up a little bit, lasted, but he's been he's been a surprise. I mean, we've talked about him having hot starts in the past, but uh just to be able to get on this hot start with teams behind them struggling. Bailey Ober had some good starts. Um Chris Paddock looked good against some bad teams. Chris Archer's been okay. Now we got Josh Winder in there. So I mean 
not I'm not trying to trying to fluff them up too much, but for right now they've made some made some solid pitching performances. I think I looked up their expected FIP is like only like a three point six or something, so it's not like they're they're pitching way over their head surprisingly. So uh, it's it's fun to see that uh, just just some of these guys step up and perform, and then the offense, like you said, it's it's coming around. Carlos Correa has gotten extremely hot. He's almost getting multiple hits every game. Buxton's been Buxton. He's kind of been down a little bit, but I think the two big guys for me have been Kepler and and Larnick. Both those guys seem to be driving the ball to left field like like they've been doing it their entire career, and that's I think those are the two pieces they need to uh, to help out that bottom bottom five spots in the order. Yeah, the Max Kepler game, as I'm going to call it, is the when he had the two. He's just been hitting lefties. A lot, yeah. like um, he had a home run off a lefty, um, and then he had a couple more hits too, um, mm-hmm. in one game. And then I think you guys, I think you guys saved him. Yeah, we were at that game, and then he's just been on fire ever since. And Larnick is second in the MLB in doubles entering Tuesday with eight, and a lot of those mm-hmm. have been opposite field. He still doesn't have a homer, which is weird for a power guy, but not complaining too much. And then we see Jose Miranda up now with Sano on the IL. He had surgery on his knee, meniscus. He's probably going to be out for a significant chunk of time. And we had this debate earlier. Have we seen the last at-bat for Snow as a twin? And because if Miranda comes up and he lights the world on fire, there is no spot for Snow on this team. Because remember, Kirloff is rehabbing Mm -hmm. right now. And he's obviously going to have a spot. Larnick, we've already talked about. Where is he going to play if Miranda is playing first base? So, um, you know, you could see Larnick platooning quite a bit maybe. But... That there's no place for Sano in a roster like mm. that, um, which is probably a good thing, right? Because the Twins are playing well, and uh, you want to build depth so that you can you you can afford to kind of let those players um, fall off a little bit. Sano's had his chances. Um, we mm. it's a long it's been a long time since 2018. Um, I believe it was the year he had 34 home runs. So yeah, it's just he's not he's not a viable option anymore. So I'm glad that Miranda's up. I'm glad that Kirloff's coming. I'm glad Larnix. Um, you know, hitting well. Um, this twin, this Twins team is clicking on all cylinders. And Joe Ryan is uh, Robert. I'm sure he'll bring it up next week. Um, you know, he's loving everything he's seen from him so far. Um, New slider. It, it is interesting because he has faced some pretty bad competition so far. So I'm I'm interested to see um, if he faces the Yankees or the Astros or the Blue Jays, anything like that. But just in general, the American League is weak. Like there's yeah. not any top teams. That the Yankees and Blue Jays are top of the crop. And then beyond that, it's like the Astros haven't really been all that great. The Mariners haven't been that great. The Angels are first in the AL West, but I'm not buying that all the way through. Twins, yeah. like, it's just been a weird American League. So um, I think a lot of things are up for grabs that we didn't expect going into this year. Um, and the Twins are right for the taking. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a big thing. We can, I mean, you can take their shots on them just because of, like you said, the weak, weak competition this year. But, I mean, they're beating bad teams like you expect teams to do they're they're taking advantage of what they have in front of them and like you said going through growing pains with Miranda is well I, I'll do that way over than looking at Miguel Sano flail at pitches for three weeks then look good for four days um, but it's it, I think especially if Jose Miranda stays up I mean I've been a big fan of him they have depth they have versatility on the bench I think it helps them out a lot not saying it's great but it's it's still young depth I can play anywhere um, but yeah, like you said, I think there's, it's ripe for the taking. I mean, like you said, the angels are hot right now, but 
we've all seen what them kind of fall apart because of injuries. Taylor Ward's going off. We have yet to see if he's going to sustain that as good as he looks. Um, Trout's putting up one of the best starts to his season um, in his career. So we always hope these guys stick up. But uh, to me, it's 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 just waiting for for some more pieces to fall. And, and hopefully the Twins can sneak in some more wins here before, uh, especially the White Sox. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if the White Sox are going to get any better with that defense and bullpen. It's bad right but now. They're bound to get on a little hot streak here with that with the talent they got you think so their their pitching hasn't even all the i mean dallas keichel has been absolutely awful but awful i mean cease and okay cease and um kopech are legit starters cease looks like mm-hmm. an amazing he is amazing he right now it looks like an ace yeah and then obviously you know giolito's back and he looks he looks all right keichel's awful um but you know I think they didn't expect this without Lance Lynn. This rotation is still kind of held up. It's been the offense with the injuries that hasn't held up, and it's been kind of the middle part of their bullpen, even the back end, because Liam Hendricks has been yeah. horrible. Aaron Bummer has been absolutely good. awful. Um, and so it's it's kind of been parts I didn't think anyone expected for them. I don't think people saw, went in here and said, it's going to be the offense, it's going to be the bullpen. I think people said, mm-hmm. without Lance Lynn, we don't know if this rotation is full. And it, it's turned out to be it's pretty just, good. It's held up. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the Twins' bullpen a little bit because that is the one part that we all are kind of sketched out about. Um, you know, Emilio Pagan has completely lost control this year. I mean, he's issuing at least a walk per outing, if not more, um, which mm-hmm. is really interesting to me because, you know, I don't think he had that kind of walk issue at the Padres. He's more of a strikeout guy um, and had some decent control. But um, I'm concerned about that. But I am also very encouraged by, you know, Johan Duran. I think the isn't the I think the J is silent or not silent but soft. I think it's like Joan. Joan Duran is really the best reliever up. in baseball right now, according to like Statcast and a lot of numbers. Easy lead, and He's he is. He got his first save just recently, and so we're talking about the new closer for the Twins. So Pagan, you think would get relegated out of that role? Um, and so I'm really encouraged by that, but I am very very scared about the depth of this bullpen um, because beyond yeah. Joe Smith and Duran. Um, really, there's there's not a lot you can turn to right now because Romero's on the IL, who actually looked pretty intriguing before he got hurt. You would think Pagan would be there. He hasn't looked good. Um, Theobar has not. He's pretty much the only lefty in the bullpen, and he's been awful. Awful. So yeah. I I don't even. I'm really concerned about that. Twelve ERA. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 helpful, like you said, Duran. Hopefully, getting and maintaining that closer role. I, I think you never expect a, a rookie to really put confidence into for a full season um i don't think anyone should but like you said i mean put it moving more guys down is going to be helpful even if pagan struggles and i just looked it up he has been a solid strike throw over his career um so i don't know what's going on if it's we can can we can call it early season struggles or not i mean it's still it's still caught it almost cost them a couple of games um smith has looked good really good i mean he's 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 being almost uh, – I think he's going to be a big anchor for that team. But like you said, Tyler Duffy's not good. Caleb Dealbar struggled. Griffin Jack, surprisingly, we've talked about him a little bit. He's, he's turned almost into that 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 slider-only guy, and it's it's working for him as of now, but we've seen him struggle. So um, there's a lot of iffy parts. Jorge Alcala's out for a while. I, I don't remember it's all season, but he's out for a long time, and that's going to hurt because I, I think we were all excited about him because he showed closer potential last year on a few starts. Um, so like you said, bullpen's going to be a, be an totally. issue, and 
and Duran is I think he's he's been fun to watch. Um, but I'm always always got to be hesitant. You're not going to have a Devin Williams every year, so uh, it's 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 an enjoy it while it lasts kind of thing for me. Totally, I agree because this starting rotation isn't going to hold up the way. I mean, we saw some cracks in Dylan Bundy's armor. I think Joe Ryan's legit, and I do think mm-hmm. Paddock is finding something too. But these are guys that aren't going to go deep into games very often. Nope. Um, even Joe Ryan won't go that deep into games. Um, I think you know they're going with the six man rotation, trying to limit workloads, but. I mean, this bullpen's going to have to step up, and um, you can't just rely on the same few guys. And that we've seen over the length of a season that that really does bite you in the butt. Yeah, um, if you don't got elite guys in there. We saw with the Twins, I think it was 2019, actually, or 2020, where they were using them, relying on a lot of the same guys, like Rodgers and Duffy and all these guys. And when it got to like the end of the season, the playoffs, they were like almost ineffective. because they were, it was 2019. They, yeah, and they were just completely used up. You know, they pitched record amount of innings in their career, and that just you can't do that. Um, and just expect them to perform at the same level come October, yeah. come September when you need it the most. So let's yeah, just hope, in, let's just hope they can find a way to manage that. I mean, there's always, there always talk about that they got guys down in the down in the AAA that, that have believer potential. So, uh, but again, I mean, those are young guys, you can't can't count, count on Blazovics to come up and and be a playoff monster when he's hasn't pitched in the majors. So yeah, it's, it's, I mean, bullpen's a concern. It was a concern coming into the season. So it will be uh, something to watch out for when, especially yep. when they start playing solid competition. Yep. And it wouldn't be uh you know, a, a good twins swinging streak if there wasn't the Yankees terrain on their parade, because the Yankees yep. have been the, the, the hottest team in baseball Twins second hottest. Yankees have won. Uh, I think it's their last eleven games. They're winning tonight, yeah. Or ten and ten, ten straight. They've ten lost straight. their last ten, and they're they're playing the Blue Jays right now. Um, and so they are the hottest team in baseball. Seventeen and six, the best record in baseball. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're really getting a lot of contribution from just a few guys in that lineup. Aaron Hicks has been really good. Aaron. Judge has been absolutely insane. I think he has eight home runs yeah. the last ten games. I just saw on Twitter just now. He just hit one. Um, he's going off. Glaber Torres has been good. Um, Lemayhu is hitting very well. But beyond that, it's really just been a core group of guys on their offense that have uh, contributed to this team. And then their bullpen is the nastiest bullpen in baseball. It is just mm-hmm. insane. Even with Chad Green not having the best season, they've got Clay Holmes. They've got Arales Chapman. They've got. Uh, you know, Jonathan Loisica. They've got just this this arsenal of arms they can throw out there if their starters aren't on. Then you add on Jamison Tyon having a great start. Jordan Montgomery having a great mm-hmm. start. Garrett Cole, after a couple bad starts, has been really lights out. Um, Nestor Cortez is looking good. Even Severino looks to be back to kind of a, yeah. a, a, something of his former, former self. I mean, these Yankees, uh, Robert said it, and I think he says it jokingly but kind of seriously, when they get rid of Gary Sanchez, they'll be ready con- to contend. I mean, look at this team right now without Gary Sanchez. Even though he wasn't, you know, the only part of their problems, um, it was kind of like the this the the uh, scapegoat. And now the Twins have yeah. him; they're playing well too. But good for the Yankees. I man. mean, it's <clears throat> it's almost like they're it's not like a Yankees team because it seems like they're they're not relying. I mean, they have a lot of home runs; they have thirty two in the year. But it seems like they're making contact; they're putting the ball in play. Isaiah Kiner Falafa. I, I know Falefa. we got Fle- Falefo, IKF, <laughs> I think is the easier way of saying it. He's hitting 350 or 300 with yeah, a 340 is. on is, base yeah. percentage. I mean, he's been he's been great for that team. Um, I think he's been helpful. But like you said, that bullpen, 
I know we we kind of dragged on on Michael King and Clark Schmidt in the past, but if those guys are going to perform like this and they're going to be bullpen guys, I I mean, if there's a team that that the Twins would want to be with that, would need guys like that in their bullpen. They have bullpen guys that are going to last all season, I think, because they have so much depth. So I, I I think this team is is looking a lot scarier than I even I I mean I thought they weren't going to be this good, but I mean. Rollis Chapman hasn't allowed a run this year. He's looked like old Rollis Chapman of the past. Yeah, his um, his velocity in there is just a splitter. Is just a it's a broken it's, pitch right now. He's he's I mean he's been adding it over the years and it yeah. seems like it's it's really kind of taken over as the big pitch. But yeah, I mean it's been it's 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 as a Twins fan like you said it's 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 sad to say but they're. They're looking they're really like good. they're they're, and, they're gonna take that division. Like, I mean, I've, they've had a easy start, but yeah. It's, I was it's, about to say, like the Twins, they played some easy teams, but they're they just beat the Blue Jays in the opener, and they're winning three to one now. And so, like mm-hmm. the Blue Jays are their legit competition in the American League. They were a lot of our World Series picks on this panel, a lot of the analysts' World Series picks out there, and so they're 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 proving it right now. And their starting pitching is holding that Blue Jays lineup to you know just a few runs this series so far. Um, we'll mm-hmm. see how their bullpen holds up here in game two, but it's just, uh, it's been insane to watch, um, that the Yankees have broken out the way they, they have and Aaron judge having an insane start to the season in his you know, contract year. Numbers, it's a yeah. contract year phenomenon for him. Cause, um, who knows what's going to happen if he's going to go free agency, going to resign. So I just, uh, it's fun to watch, man. They're a fun team to watch that bullpen is they've always had a good bullpen. It's just the starting pitching hasn't been able to get there effectively and now that they've mm-hmm. been able to bridge the two, you're watching just this magic on display of a pitching staff. Um, yeah. And and the relievers that you wouldn't expect to step up have. Like you mentioned Clark Smith. I mentioned Clay Holmes. Those are two guys that people yeah, wouldn't Clay expect. Yeah, Clay Holmes is another one. But Clay Holmes is nasty. This guy is yeah. just crazy good. We expect the Chad Greens, the Chapmans, and the Low Isaacas, but not those guys. And so when you have that emergence, I mean, you're going to have a good run. It's just going to happen. Yeah, they've been. I mean, they've been like you said. I mean, offense has been there, but yeah, like the pitching's been, been electric. So, I mean, they're they're. This, I mean, this was a big series playing against the Jays. It'll be interesting to see, like you said, they're winning right now. If they're just hot right now, but yeah, I mean, if they can, if they're gonna put up like this, the J. I mean, the Jays have looked really good. They've played some really good teams, and they're still. They're still fifteen wins this season, but uh, maybe the Yankees are the best team in the East again. I think so. I think it's going to be a two-horse race uh, if they're going to be playing like this, these two teams. All right, let's go to the other side of the coin, and that's the Cincinnati oh. Reds, who only have three wins and uh, are looking like just this, I don't even know how to explain it, but maybe the most pathetic team we've seen start a season in a long time. <laughs> it yeah. might seem too harsh, but it's no. pretty insane how bad this team is. Um, I saw a stat out there that said, their whole offense and their whole pitching staff has combined for about a full season's worth of stats, which isn't surprising considering we're a month in and you're talking about like a whole lineup and a whole pitching staff. They combined for like a negative three or a, a, a negative like two point one, sorry, negative one war and like a, a 93 uh, OPS plus. So yeah. their whole team is just bef- below average in general. And, uh, the one guy in that lineup that can hit Jonathan India has been injured. Hurt. IL twice. <laughs> yeah. And then the pitching staff, there's just nothing to to write home about. Even like their no. rookies, Lodolo's IL, 
Uh, Hunter Green hasn't looked good at all. Um, Luis yeah. Cast- I mean, it's just like it's a mess, a complete, complete mess. Now Vado is in the COVID IL. I saw that today, but he's been awful. Oh, that's. I mean, that's yeah. So, what do you make of this Reds team? I didn't. I, I think people expected them to be bad, but this bad. I, I'm very shocked. Yeah, I mean, they already lost. They already had 11 game losing streak, and they're losing tonight. Um, it's like we said, the pitching is going to be rough. It's some some usually somehow the Reds can find offense just because of the park they're in. They haven't really found offense. I mean, Tyler Stevenson has two home runs this year, and I mean he's been a big stick for them last year. I I was kind of upset that they sent. Lopez down just because of I think he could be a a solid hitter for them. He's a has the kind of makeup that we're seeing with the with the Quans and the Arias and the um, Tapias of the world. But they sent him down. I like him. So I don't know. Nick Senzel is is really kind of coming down to be a, a a replacement level guy. There's just nothing electric in this team. There's nothing exciting. Votto isn't putting up the five home run streaks we saw. I mean, I think the whole power over average is going to start catching up with him. Bullpen isn't there. Michael Lorenzen, I think watching him pitch for for Los, for Los Angeles and pitch well, I think is kind of a... In the a rotation, more, too. Yeah, I, mean, I think just more dirt in the face on them, just seeing like... A guy that, that that wanted to start. I mean, no one saw him doing this. I don't think he's going to keep up with this. But I mean, you got to have someone on that team to draw interest. Right now, they're at a at a level where you need a some star for the fans. They're not going to compete, but you need somebody. And they have Hunter Green is is not going to last all year. So I I don't know. There's just nothing really to draw interest to this team if for a fan's point. But like you said, offense hasn't been there, defense hasn't been there, pitching hasn't been there. They got three wins. They're gonna lose. They're gonna be on their their twentieth loss tonight. So uh, yeah, it's bad. I think it's, it's not good. It's not good for baseball. The only person I would go to see is India, and he's, he's IL. on the IL. So it's uh, there's just really not much to talk about with them. I mean, even. Guys, they traded. I mean, obviously, Lorenzen is a hurtful one, but Winker looks like crap with the Mariners, too. Hilena yeah. Suarez looks crap with the Mariners. And so I think the Reds in general just didn't have a good team going to the season. And then you get rid of a couple pieces, and it's the, 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 the morals, the morale isn't there. And it's just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when you start with a season with three wins in the first month, I don't know if you can ever kickstart that thing. And so I, I'm afraid that we might see a team that's going to lose 110 games at this point. I mean, what are they on pace for, 140? Something like that. I mean, it won't be that bad, you would hope. but Yeah, no, but, I mean, it's, gosh. You're looking at guys who are getting – Jake Fraley has 50 plate appearances. He's never going to do anything. Brandon Drury has almost 60 plate appearances. It's not a winning club, but, I mean, even guys are putting out there just – it's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. I mean, gosh, I, I I don't know. I have nothing to say about this team there. It's just sad. feel bad for the Reds. That 2020 season was fun. It was a fun little sprint for them, but after that, it's – they it got nothing like, in the tank. It seemed like they were just putting up a solid core together and they had some good prospects coming up and seemed like they make a make a run at something for a few years, but mm-hmm. wasn't meant to be at all. And um no. none of those prospects really panned out except for India so far. Because uh yeah. Jesse Winker 
I don't know what happened, but he has not figured it out at the major league level. So um, has like two hits this year. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad, and they need him. So, all right, I think that's gonna wrap things up. I know it's a little shorter, but it's two guys here instead of the the normal three, and uh, those were the teams we wanted to hit on. So we appreciate you tuning in, and uh, hopefully the Twins keep this rolling. They just uh, mm-hmm. it looks like Jeffers hit a home run to put them up uh, five to two over the Orioles, and that's awesome. Um, Let's go. Beat the teams you got to beat. That's how you got to do it. If it's going to be easy early in the year, let's take the wins. So Take advantage of uh, it. Let's see if they uh, keep it rolling. Um, We'll be here next week. Maybe Robert will be back. That'd be great. Um, If not, it'll be us too. You know, we'll just be, uh, we'll chill. Hold it down. Chill out and uh, make sure to tune in. We'll be here every week. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your audio. Uh, We're on social media at Stitches Pod on Facebook and Twitter. And our email is thestitchespodcast at gmail.com. All right. Take care, everyone. Talk to you all next week. Bye.